When the song come on, let me see you get gone. Get gone. Baby mamas, this your song. Been pregnant for way too long. Now tell the DJ, turn it on. Turn it on. Hey everyone, welcome back to Baby Mama Hood Podcast We are on episode 2.2 This is a two-part podcast with Audrey Candy Corn, The filmmaker of Soar, Torian Soar So if you haven't heard part one, part two may not make any sense Because we're jumping right in So there's a book, What's the? what is the book, what is it about? Um, so, uh, it's Ishimi Stranger Danger Saga, which means ongoing story, and Torian mm-hmm. was adamant about putting saga on there. I didn't know what the word saga meant, so mm-hmm. I asked him, and he told me, and I was like, wow, okay. So, it's about basically kids empowering kids and adults empowering adults through a real-life story that really took place, and it deals with racial profiling mistaken identity um uh and one more that i can't think of so hey we're just gonna leave it there mm-hmm. but um yeah being a danger and being stranger it doesn't necessarily have to deal with people that you don't know we're talking about people that the danger in the strangers that you do know mm-hmm. you know right yeah right. that part let's talk about that a little bit too because one thing that I found also really inspiring about you is is just how you've um, dealt with um, Torian's transition, and what I mean by that is is the reason why he transitioned and mm. how mm. you've been very um, so. If it's if it's okay to say, sure, go to listen, you know, to our listeners, real people with real talk, go like ahead. Torian passed because he was murdered by someone, yeah, you know, by another black, yeah, man, yeah. So, um, pretty much, Torian was shot, um, he was robbed and he was murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, he died December the twentieth, two thousand and fifteen, five days before Christmas, and um. He, on the 19th, had asked me if he could, um, if I could pick him up from a a friend's house, which actually was more like a cousin, mm-hmm. because um, have you ever had, like, a first cousin, and your first cousin um, gets, a, has a baby, mm-hmm. and becomes a baby mama, right, and isn't married, yeah, and so, like, that child becomes a part of the family or whatnot you know of the baby daddy and so now you got a nephew type of situation Mm -hmm. going on well that's basically what it was and um that day was the birthday of the um cousin of the baby mama Mm -hmm. and so what transpired was you know just to keep it real torian ended up getting robbed it was supposed to be, um, they were supposed to be purchasing guns from being bullied. Yeah, you know, it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. And so, in purchasing guns for being bullied turned into an actual robbery. And um, Torian ended up getting shot, and he ended up dying. And um, the, the cousin ended up surviving, and... Um, yeah that's pretty much how the story goes you know and so 
it 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 it's a real unfortunate situation because again Torian being the underdog mm-hmm. he was there um protecting the young man who actually was being bullied who I did was to purchase the the, the gun yeah <laughs> you know and um it was Torian's idea to go along with it as well but unfortunately it was a setup to be honest mm-hmm. you know and um that setup was was for Torian to uh not ever purchase the gun and so at the end of the day it was about a money transaction just trying to take the money you know and so these are the things that we have to deal with with being mothers mm-hmm. and raising sons and um some say you know hey this is male business you know if a male was in the house then you know maybe things would have went another way but I had um a conversation with my son and uh I always say you live by the gun you die by the gun you know so at the end of the day I just wanna I want to send a message that you know that stranger danger um, message is is, is real. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be another documentary that's going to be out that's going to be called The Setup. Because the first documentary had to deal with me healing. Um, the second documentary is actually going to be dealing with what actually happened to Torian mm-hmm. and the real technicalities of, mm-hmm. you know, how how the setup is real, shall I say. So I don't want to give too much away mm-hmm. but yeah that that's pretty much what transpired so here in Oakland we dealing with guns we dealing with dope we we dealing with sex trafficking mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying we dealing with all of these different type of politics mm-hmm. <laughs> survival of the fittest we hungry and what still amazes me is that for someone who's gone through much so, so much grief and pain you still care about the perpetrators, mm. how he's treated in in the legal system. Can you mm-hmm. talk a little bit more about what you want out of the situation? Well, see, Do all right, yeah. Do you be locked up forever? Do you want someone you want to die? Like, what is it? What do you really? Well, I'm I'm gonna keep it real. So right now, um, baby, baby, mama hood, we about to get down with to get down. You about to get the juice that I ain't never gave nobody before. But this is healing, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not about like, um having a set time to do it it's when the time is right you know when spirit moves when the conversation flows and so being honest with the questions that you're asking um Torian was set up and so based on my son being set up it's a little bit more deeper because in him being set up it's like oh okay wow we got a whole nother situation that ain't even been dealt with you know and you got the the 15 year old that did the shooting he only got six years he's soon to come out because i'm sure he only got like 85 percent so he only gonna do maybe like five years in four months or something like Mm -hmm. that you know what i mean and the other one he said shoot that nigga and he was 19 years of age and so they was trying to give him 60 years so i'm like wait a minute and the young man that actually was right there 
that was there when my son passed away, I'm trying to figure out what's the whole situation with him, with that. You know what I mean? Like, that, hmm. So, huh. I think that um, we all lose. Mm-hmm. Every last one of us, because the one that say the one that did the shooting, he need more time. The one that said shoot that nigga, he need less time because that's not fair at the end of the day. He didn't take my son's life, Mm -hmm. but they trying to make it seem like he the mastermind. He ain't the mastermind. There is a mastermind, though. Who is the mastermind? That's the catch. Mm -hmm. That's what we must ask ourselves in the whole thing. So, you know, um, the reason why I am merciful is because I'm the truth. I'm down for the commitment of the commitment of what's good. It doesn't matter if it's my son, your son, her son, his son. These are babies, Mm -hmm. including my baby. Mm -hmm. So what good do it do? Do it help me? If he getting more time when he should be getting less time, my son is dead. Mm-hmm. It can never be brought back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's my duty to fight for this dumbass. You know what I'm saying? Only because, not for him. Only be, because I'm down for the cause of right, for the kingdom of God. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to fight for him. I'm not. But at the end of the day, if if it were my son, but I want Torian to be spending, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. 60 years. So that's why I'm merciful, because I'm just down for what's right at the end of the day. I'm not down for no one particular movement. or mm-hmm. You know, I'm down for the cause. Right. And really being real about how prisons are not rehabilitation centers. Yeah, no. It makes them worse. Yeah. You know, it makes people more aggressive. You know, people come out and and they, like, wake up and they seek knowledge and, you know, they become better. But a lot of the times, people go right back in. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I, I don't know this to be true for myself, but I just recently been approached by... Um, a gentleman that I forget what his name is, is but he claims that out of the 300 inmates that he's dealt with, 38 of them have returned home. And out of those 38, it's been a 0% count of return. Oh, wow. Um, I think it's called No Tears, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. I hope I'm not saying that the wrong. Program. Yeah, and it's like deals up with uh, Santa Rita. Mm-hmm. They actually wanted to, not wanted, but want to partner up with the Soratorian Sword documentary and have me come in and show it to the inmates Mm -hmm. so that they can see the aftermath effects Mm -hmm. of how this actually has a domino effect, Mm -hmm. you know? See the emotion, and not just the emotion, but understand that after you take a life, that mother may lose not only just her mind but her health Mm -hmm. then her house Mm -hmm. her car if she has one Mm -hmm. she may lose her job Mm -hmm. because she is not functional for the most part 
A lot of mothers are put on medication. And I'm talking about pills that have to deal with your psyche and your emotion. Two different ones. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a lot. And in and, and dealing with that, I'm just grateful that um, I'm going to say for the first time on baby mama hood because I feel safe in this safe haven that I use herbal herbal medicinal um non-traditional healing mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. yes cannabis is a wonderful plant to use um for a lot of things and emotional health is definitely one of them I also have it nearby if I ever need it I'm not I don't fall into all the stigma and the shame around that either because we, we like to judge people off of that too. Well, I have, but I'm freeing myself today. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we just might blaze on baby mama hood today. <laughs> Let me quit playing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let me stop. That's going to be the new theme, the new theme song. Okay. <laughs> um, I think I had a question, but I forgot it. Um. Okay, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. What was it saying? Oh, I wanted to ask you: Is there any like documentaries like yours? Because grieving, I mean, one of the there's a mothers are grieving all the time, right? And one of one of the ways that is mostly highlighted is through police violence. Mm-hmm. You know, usually when there's like inner i'm gonna say inner tribal crime you know in that hood it doesn't really get that much airplay because i think the sentiment is well he deserved it right he mm-hmm. was he did that to himself he was mm-hmm. at the wrong place at the wrong time and mm-hmm. yada 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 right but when we think about police violence we see it more as a as a structural thing like more like a political thing although yeah. black and black crime is political right yeah it is very much right. political you know mm-hmm. especially when you have a black man setting up another black man, no matter what age it is, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, that's we're dealing with politics, statistics, because at the end of the day, what makes you want to move this young man off the checkerboard? Mm-hmm. Right, and it's a lot of it is it could be poverty, right? You're trying yeah. to rob somebody, yeah, right? yeah, and it's Obviously, in that situation, that's what it was. Yeah. But, you know, it's also just toxic masculinity. This, um, this, this, mm-hmm. this is what it was. They came to, this is what the story is. Mm-hmm. They came to rob both of them. And Torian did not, He, my son gave up his things willingly. Mm-hmm. But he said, leave him alone. Don't rob him. Let him mm-hmm. keep his things. Y'all being a bully. Mm-hmm. Take my stuff. You understand? Mm-hmm. Then when they begin to rough up the young man who my son was calling his cousin due to my cousin because my cousin then had a baby with his uncle. You get it? So this, So it's like we all cousins. Mm-hmm. Wait, what was I saying? Uh, what was the point of it? And um, so you were saying that Torian was. Um, oh yeah, he, he was, was defending him, mm-hmm. and so in defending this young man and saying, "Hey, you got my stuff. Leave him alone." Torian began to fight, mm. like literally, like, psh, 
I don't care if you got that gun. You know what I'm saying? I said, leave him alone. And kill my baby. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I mean, now a person says, where's the setup in that? Well, just got to go a little deep diving. You know what I mean? But the thing about it is, is it goes back to poverty. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, even if the young men that had came to um pretend like they were going to even sell the gun that's a setup mm-hmm. yeah it was definitely a setup it was premeditated for sure they knew what they were doing it, before they did it you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying and so it, it's like so so they want the money they don't want to give up the guns mm-hmm. they want to keep the guns and they want the money and you know i personally feel like that's that is state violence still black on black crime is state violence mm-hmm. you know the way that we criminalize poor people the way that we even allow poverty to happen because it's allowed to happen poverty does not have to exist that's one of the reasons why i created the department of violence prevention here in oakland california mm-hmm. because what you just said mm-hmm. who was responsible for this the city is responsible for this the mayor is responsible for the citizens mm-hmm. and with all of this death that's going on, why is there no Department of Violence Prevention? But there is now. Mm-hmm. We've been structuring it for two years. Nice. And now we have a chief. Mm-hmm. As of June the 8th, we have put a chief in. And the reason why we chose a chief is because now when violence is happening, if you don't want to go to the police... And if you don't want to go to the city council because they ain't doing nothing because they're saying, well, we're not the police. What can we do? Now you can go to the Department of Violence Prevention and talk to the chief. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So not to blow my own horn, but a lot of people don't know, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, The work that I do, the work that we do together, the work that as a community we do outside Mm -hmm. of just me and you you see what Mm -hmm. i'm saying and so that's why because if there ain't no department for the violence to prevent it then nobody's being held accountable or responsible Mm -hmm. (laughs) this gonna change now though (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i don't i just feel like i always say this none of us gonna be free until the land is free um, I just I just feel that way because a lot of crime and a lot of things happen because people are literally like afraid to be unhoused or they're living or they have housing that's not okay like it's substandard yeah, right you know it's like it's like whatever you know like not having lighting or water or mold or you know all the ways that our community suffer or being evicted because mm-hmm. of you know, money stuff is just like. Did you know? So I don't mean to break you off, mm-hmm. but did you know that you can be evicted if you get your PG and E cut off if you're living in housing? I did not know that. Yes. So basically, you get evicted for being poor. Duh! Ain't that some <laughs> shit? Right. So you can continue to be poor somewhere else in the streets or on someone's couch. Man, I would have thought that that's when a program gets kicked in for you. Like, oh, you're in housing. Mm-hmm. We notice that you can't afford your PG&E mm-hmm. and it's off. We're not going to kick you out 
long as you keep paying your rent number one mm-hmm. and number two we're going we have a program for you you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that's going to help assist you don't worry mm-hmm. you're a part of housing uh, uh, mm-hmm. neighborhood collective like they like to lie in <laughs> every once a damn year throw a party and bring the damn effing police out that we don't won't give two middle fingers about right that's that's insanity i mean this there's just there's so much and a lot of the age you can take- only get it once so once if they help you one time, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's all you get. And I'm just like, how are people supposed to live in the Bay Area where your rent could be three to eight thousand dollars a month? And if you go for a program, you gotta get on the waiting list. Girl, I've been on um waiting list for years. <laughs> Please Nine, don't put me years. on the wait list. <laughs> Ain't gonna get on your wait list. <laughs> Come on, I'm through. I'm through. Hell no. Nah. I don't want no more waiting lists. I'm not putting myself on a waiting list. Mm-hmm. You can't put me on a waiting list. I'm done with waiting. Don't put me on the waiting list. I'm cool. <laughs> I swear. I'm not messing with it. Mm-mm. All right. So we need to close this out. I wanted to, I also want to shout out that you're also one of the co-founders along with your sons of the Task Foundation. Oh, yeah. Can you tell us a little bit what that is about? Um, Sure, definitely. Um, You know what? Can I just go back to that pg and thing just real quick? You know, the reason why, because I'm going to keep it real, you know, I was dealing with my pg and and I'm that person, right, dealing with the whole baby mama struggle thing. But I would like to say that there is a program now called SHARE, that um will pay as long as you're in good standing will pay all of your bill and my bill was sixteen hundred dollars and some change Mm -hmm. and they will pay all of it now they only were doing this for a section eight housing Mm. they were not doing it for the other part of housing Mm -hmm. for hood well Due to me being the catalyst, because like you, I'm I'm only saying this because you gotta go through something for somebody mm-hmm. else, and people don't understand that, right? Mm-hmm. You can't be selfish. I was saying, Father God, I'm appreciative for the things that I'm going through, even the negative mm-hmm. things, because I know you work it out for the good, right? Do you know that the people told me they say, Miss Candy Corn? This program that you're asking, you're asking help for, we have a program that nobody has ever participated in. We want you to be the first candidate. And where you're living at in your housing, they don't have it. So now, thanks to you, everybody in housing is going to be candidates for this program. Mm -hmm. And it's called SHARE program. So I just want to let anybody know, you know, Mm -hmm. that that's very important Mm -hmm. because that's a part of my baby mama collective. You know, we got to, you got the beans, I got the rice, somebody Mm -hmm. else got the cornbread. Mm -hmm. And going back to that, we got to feed these babies. Mm -hmm. And so that brings me to the TAS Foundation. Mm -hmm. The TAS Foundation is built on the values and morals of eradicating hatred and violence through approaching life with kindness, compassion, integrity, and love. Three brothers dedicated to creating a love life culture mm. is who the Taz Foundation is. Mm. And um, it's a child-led organization mm. with uh, starting with Torian as the president. Um, 
I want to let you know, even if someone is deceased, did you know that they can still be a president over a business, even though they're that. not physically living? Mm. So Torian is the physical um, president of the Taz mm. Foundation. He lives on. Yeah, and it is um, kind of like a hub, you know, it's the anti-bullying campaign. Um, we have anti-bullying gear, which is the Taz Foundation anti-bullying gear, and we customize also other apparel, you know, for weddings, funerals, etc. Um, in addition to that, we sell our book, and we have four more books that have never been seen. We're getting ready to launch one of them, and we'll mm-hmm. figure out how we're going to do the other ones because all of this stuff gets so busy, you know. But, um, yeah, I'm just so proud to be a part of my children's business, mm-hmm. and um, I'm really just kind of the face. They run it, you know, and then I'll push. they push me ahead because people tend to take adults seriously, and they don't mm-hmm. take children serious. But mm-hmm. once I, you know, get out there, hi, I'm Audrey Candy Coin. Um, these are my children, you know, they mm-hmm. are the Taz Foundation, and then I back up, and the boys take it from there. Mm-hmm. And so we're just a family black entrepreneurial business if we're not working with our hands or creating with our minds, we're not eating, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I'm just proud to have Amin Ra as the ambassador mm-hmm. and Tanika Blue to be one of the co-founders as an adult mm-hmm. and Carol Lee along with Adam, Jojo, mm-hmm. and um, Josiah. It's amazing the work that you're doing because all the projects <clears throat> that we just talked about fall under that mission that you said about the Taz Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to say Ibaye to Torian mm. because he still lives on. He does through his work and through his legacy and 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 how he 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 was like a you know he sacrificed his life for someone else and he stood up for what he believed in. Yeah. And um, and no one can ever take that from him. He's not here, but no one can ever take yeah. that story from him. I like to think he died nobly, you know, even in the the getting caught up in, because I'm not ashamed to say, you know, how he died. You know, these are our urban stories mm-hmm. and how we have to save our babies through the trenches because, you know, boys are prone to guns when they are eight months we give them water guns Mm -hmm. in their easter baskets that are neon that make Mm -hmm. them want to eat them you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i mean it's a stigma around guns that's negative Mm -hmm. which is a positive thing that it's negative but also we don't want to stigmatize the negative i mean stigmatize negativity around our boys that have a natural kind of yearning for them if anything we need to be teaching them how to use Mm -hmm. them to protect the black woman Mm -hmm. protect the black babies protect themselves Mm -hmm. because there is an ultimate war you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying that we're fighting and 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 it's not within one another so i just Mm -hmm. thank you dear sweet sister Mm -hmm. for making those sweet statements you know giving how much to my son and Mm -hmm. how he chose to transition so nobly Mm -hmm. he definitely did and I think with that, I really want to end. And thank you for being here and for sharing everything that you did. For sure. Our kids are in the other room. <laughs> yep. We still baby mamas. Okay. <laughs> that part. Um, yeah, I'm so honored to hear um, your story. And I'm so honored that you allowed other people to hear it. Um, yeah, so 
I'm saying thank you and signing out. All right, hit that baby mama <laughs> joint so we can shake our itty thickies. <laughs> well, you heard Mama Candy Corn hitting that baby mama. Drop it down, down low. Thank you for listening in to Baby Mama Hood Podcast. We are Mama and Daughter Led Podcast in the Hood. Catching us from West Oakland. I was about to lie and say live West Oakland. It's still live, but we ain't live. This is a pre-recorded show. To follow us, please visit our Instagram. B-A-B-Y-M-A-M-A Hood. Baby Mama Hood in total. And again, thank you. So let's jam out. Drop it down, drop it down, down, up. Drop, 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 drop,